In honor of National Life Insurance Awareness Month, I thought I'd spend some time today talking about the different types of life insurance and a few of the different reasons why we might want to use each type. See, often when I talk about life insurance, people kind of think in their head just death insurance, right? A benefit when you pass away. And while all life insurance has the death benefit feature, there can be policies built in many different ways to have a lot of living benefits too. But first, let's kind of go through and examine the different types of life insurance and which ones have different benefits. So there's three major types of life insurance, term life insurance, whole life, and universal life, okay? Now, let's think about term for a second. Term life insurance means you, it really is just for the death benefit. We're buying a set amount of coverage, a set amount of death benefit for a certain period of time, for a 10-year period, a 20-year period, 30, whatever it is, right? It could be used in something like you have young kids that want to make sure you have enough coverage available and something happens and you need you know, more coverage when your kids are young or to pay off a mortgage or a business partner or any of those things, okay? Term is probably the cheapest type of life insurance because it does not build up any value, okay? If you do not pass away, if you don't die in that term, which you're probably hoping you don't, right? Then there is no benefit. So it's just, it's there in case the bad happens and we need that extra money. So again, it can be used for those situations I just mentioned. Most commonly I see it, the people who need a higher amount of death insurance, maybe while their kids are young or they're in the beginning stages of business before other assets and other types of life insurance build up. It can be a great option because the amount of coverage you can get for term is really, like I said, relatively cheap and you can get a lot of it, have all that coverage for a lot less expensive than you can some of the other coverages, okay? That is, I think, a lot of times what people think of when we think of life insurance is the term. But let's look at the other ones, okay? So whole life is exactly what it is. It's for your whole life, meaning it never kind of quits, but the premium is always for your whole life as well, okay? Now, a whole life plan can be designed in multiple ways as, as well, where either you have the highest death benefit possible and it takes a lot longer to build up cash accumulation in the policy, or you can almost reverse it where you're putting a lot to the cash accumulation and the death benefit on the other side is much lower, okay? It can be used in a, a variety of ways depending on how you're doing it. If it's structured where you're having the cash build up first and the death benefit, you know, isn't as high as if you were to just put all that money into the death benefit, you have more availability to use the cash for different things. A lot of the bank on yourself concepts, right, or become your own banker are built on using whole life insurance. Oftentimes, whole life then is issued by mutual companies. And a mutual company means that the policy owners are actually part of the owners in the company. And, in, and the way that the policies credit interest is in the form of dividends, okay? Dividends being paid back to the owners of the mutual company and the policyholders. So there's some great features for that in certain areas, especially when you're looking at um, bank on yourself concepts and, and those type of uh, scenarios, okay? But just remember it is for your whole life, you're paying the premium your whole life. If you have a, an, a whole life policy that maybe you, you don't want to pay the premiums on, sometimes what you can do is convert it to a, a, a paid up policy, you know, where you're not putting much in anymore. You're just reducing the death benefit. 
use the, the interest or the dividends to pay the death benefit. There's different ways that you can do that. But the premium is there when you buy it for the whole life. That's the, the hence why it's called a whole life policy. You also have that coverage as long as you're paying those premiums for the whole life. Again, can be designed to pay for itself at some point um, as well or used for other things. Okay? The last one to talk about is universal life. So universal life is the, probably the most flexible of all the different life insurances, meaning there is some that when you illustrate, you can do it and say, we're going to put in this amount of premium every year and buy the most death benefit, okay, and have that, and we have to pay that premium forever to have that death benefit, okay? Our interest is credited different than in the whole life and doing that way, but we're still paying the premiums for that. If we have to quit, then we have to, again, do a reduction or something else. That is one way to use a, a UL policy and universal life. But you can also design universal life policies where you pay in premium just maybe once or for three years or five years. Right? Usually there's a minimum funding time depending on what type of policy it is. Um, some is a lump sum in one year, most often it's five years. And you could pay it for five years and then have no more premiums being due, all the cost uh, for the insurance being internal and using that type of insurance for a vehicle, for uh, cash-free retirement income, or just having that flexibility to have that accumulation value if you need it for anything else. Uh, also for long-term care, using that death benefit uh, or accumulation value for long-term care costs. So they can be built in in multiple different ways too. Two things we want to, a couple point things I want to point out with universal life is you can have a fixed where they're just going to give you a fixed rate. You can have a variable, which means all the returns are based on like a, a mutual fund type uh, fund. Okay. So that means you could go up and you could also have a year that you're lost. Or the most common, the one we use all the time is an index universal life. So your return's kind of in the middle, right? We talk about this a lot in the colors of money. So if you haven't ever checked that out, make sure you go to the four steps to creating your dream retirement, download that because you'll get the colors of money in our book there as we go through this. But indexing is really basing the returns on one of the major indexes. Okay, so we're getting higher than the fixed rate. We're not taking the risk of the variable. Um, and indexing in a life policy works awfully well. If we look back historically, the returns are around six to seven percent most often depending on the index we're using. Okay, Their illustrations are also created pretty simply. And when it comes for cost of insurance, it's important to like each one of these is different. As I said, term you're paying just for the death benefit. So the cost is whatever you're paying. For whole life or for universal, it's a little bit different because you're building them accumulation value uh, usually as, or you can be as well, depending on how it's designed. So you have to kind of get in there and look at what the cost is. But if you're building like an IUL policy, it's usually pretty inexpensive in the long run, meaning there's usually more cost up front to get that started because we have a higher death benefit and then the cost kind of reduced. If you have questions on it and whether you have, or you have a policy that you think is cheap or expensive, or you're even not even sure where to go, let me know. But again, indexing policies, they're used best for creating some tax-free retirement income. We did a whole financial power hour just recently on this, which you can go back and listen to and go get in more depth. And if you want to learn more about indexing, stay tuned because we're going to be talking about that next week.